0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Herring. I'm back. I'm in quite a good mood. I don't need to have any it to be that miserable. Uh, so, welcome to Richard Herring's Edinburgh Fringe Podcast, as all the cool kids calling it Good, a bit slow on the uptake. They didn't know what was coming, did you? Uh, so, um, uh, the, it's a stupid thing, podcast thing. Thank you for coming. We've got some good guests today. Uh, and uh, I'll just tell you what's been going on. I, I, uh, I've been sick in the back of my throat this morning. Which is always a nice sign in Edinburgh. So, if I vomit, you know, you might, it's quite good to be at the front. You might get some, might get some vomit. You're, you're most, probably most likely to get it. You look a bit like the bloke from Downton Abbey. The one who you know does perverted things in his real life that he had taken injunction out about. You look like that guy. I won't name him, uh, but uh, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? No, really, you. I, is it? Oh, it is actually a shit. Sorry, that's embarrassing. Uh, so uh, he's in. Um, oh, he's in some. Oh, he's in uh, Notting Hill now. We've worked it out. Uh, so uh, do you know who I mean? Yeah, yeah you right. Don't say his name. Because, you know, it could be uh, someone else. Uh, and uh, yesterday, I, was, I, I, I just want to uh, say a thanks. I, you know, you have to go to the toilet a lot in, uh, in Edinburgh on public toilets. I just want to give a good shout-out to all the people who piss on the toilet seat uh, and don't clean it up afterwards. Well, you, I have a massive respect for you. You're amazing, amazing people. In fact, it is an honour to have to wipe up the wee that you did not want to wipe up yourself. Of. So thanks for leaving that there for me to do and then have I have to sit on the smeared urine on the well, so. I like doing that, so I thought I would uh, just send out links to that uh, if you're listening at home, you've enjoyed uh, all these podcasts and I don't know if I'm going to do another series, it's very very hard work, I've been sick in my own throat today uh, and um, it wasn't nice uh, and uh, so you can pay back by uh, going to uh, www.gofasterstripe.com buying uh, Talking Cock or 10 you know, the newest DVDs I've got out that's 10, you get that for free if you come to We're All Going to Die Anyone been to see We're All Gonna Die? Yeah! Was it alright? Yeah! Uh, Well, I noticed I went for alright, just to protect myself. (laughs) Uh, Do you notice how not as many people said yes the second time as the first (laughs) time? it wasn't very good, but I've given you another chance. Uh, Talking Cock is my new DVD which is out there. The book you can get as well, you can get a deal if you buy everything once. It'd be nice if you did that, people at home, because then it would feel like... I'm not just being sick in my own mouth for no reason. Or you can buy t-shirts from emrichardherring.com/cart.com. Uh, I don't know if that'll work out. We're going to put some new ones up. There's one that can one of on It says Rahe it? Still not it. There's some other prizes to win uh, for the people here today, including tickets to Mary Burke, who is a fantastic, doing a show called Muffrajet. Come on, that's... Yeah. Come on, that's... <laughs> that. that is good. Uh, and, uh, and you want one of those?
1: That was broken, didn't it? Yeah. And there's that thing. <laughs> so the
0: Haribo are back. Yeah. Hey. Uh, little tiny pack of Haribo popping candy. If things are going badly. I might get one of the guests just to eat those. Uh, and a uh, uh, mask of Prince Harry. You can put that on. <laughs> put that on your own face. It'd be less embarrassing than being the bloke from Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have done less evil things. Uh, so, uh, look, I think we'll crack on. We've got two uh, really fantastic guests. Um, and uh, I know Paul Putner for Sarts has a lot of uh, interesting stories, so we may never shut him up. He has yeah. to go and do a play uh, in, uh, in uh, 20 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, I'll just take my time to introduce him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, he's not on for a little while. Uh, so, will you please welcome my first guest? He is probably best known from his appearance on Glam Metal Detectives. Yeah. Uh, we you please welcome Paul Putner, ladies and gentlemen. Paul Putner. There he is. Remember from Glam Metal Detectives. I should just make sure you speak into the mic. Keep the microphone quite close to your face. I should have said that back, uh, backstage. That's good. Oi, oi. Yeah. <laughs> That's Paul. It's Paul Hello. Putner. The put- Paul the put- Putner. Because he's yes. never called out loud. Yes. Um, or on
2: the board outside, but I was called Paul Punter. <laughs> can
0: pop the mic You can pop the mic, pop the well. mic. you're yeah. too, too close to the mic now if anything but that's good it annoys the audio files and we don't like them <laughs> they, they make what you do seem normal <laughs> <laughs> Lord, just leave the sound alone so you may remember paul yeah. Putner from uh, you got it's all popping now cuz of your name yeah. uh, from uh, from the tv show this morning rich not judy do you remember who remembers that show yeah, yeah. where he put yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the curious, yeah shout curious orange at <laughs> you. Yes, Do people shout orange. curious orange at you quite a lot in the street?
2: Uh, yeah, people of a certain age. <laughs> yeah, it's usually people who are kind of at college uh, in the late 90s. <laughs> saying, oh we used to watch you and we were really hung over and have nightmares. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do, do
0: can you still do that noise the Curious Orange made?
2: I oh, will. The audio files mind. They. Well, I don't
0: care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad.
2: Okay. What well, the?
0: Um, <clears throat> so very early in the interview today.
2: All things. right. God almighty, Right uh, my catchphrase. <laughs> My Tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice if
0: it was. You could just press a button on yeah. your tombstone <laughs> and they go. Ah. Very impressive that you can still. He's an old man now. He's, yeah, very, yeah. he's nearly 50 years old. Quite a few years off. Yeah. A couple of years off. Uh, so, uh, not really a few. So, you're doing a show up here. You're in a play? Yes, I'm in a play.
2: Um, it's up at the Roxy Assembly at uh, oh, in 3 uh, 30, and it's called Warden. That's the plug.
0: And your your traffic warden. I'm a
2: traffic warden. Mm-hmm. It? It's got a great cast. It's got Colin Holt, Vicky Stone, Steve McNeil, uh, myself, uh, Tom Tuck. Scrabble cheat. Uh, he's a th- che- uh, he cheat at Scrabble. Kumar. Tom Tuck. Yeah. All the lads. Don't play nice.
0: Scrabble against Tom Tuck. He cheats.
2: Really? <laughs>
0: yeah. Just like. <laughs> well, he doesn't
2: know how to spell Tom for a start. <laughs> he doesn't.
0: <laughs> Puts an H in it. That's yes. foolish. Um, and uh, it, what what's your character in that? I haven't seen it because it's so close to the uh,
2: end of this show. Oh right. Well, he's and also don't go and see anything grumpy, grumpy curmudgeon uh, called Nigel. Oh. Uh, but he's, yeah, he's, uh, I agree with some of the things he says, but uh, yeah, well, make it out for yourself when you all have to leave halfway through this podcast to come and see <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can leave halfway through. Yeah. Uh, you've been in kind of every comedy show, uh,
0: every important comedy show from this morning Richard Not Julie onwards, yeah. <laughs> the seminal yeah. and uh, Glam uh, Metal Detectives. What do you remember about Glam Metal Detectives, Paul? Well, it
2: was one of my, my first jobs, um, <coughs> I think it was about 95. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I just... My first scene, I had... Well, wasn't an advert or something very small, in team, but this was, like, my first comedy thing. And uh, the wardrobe woman said before I went on, um, oh, which bow tie do you want, the, the black one or the red one? And I said, like, oh, I'll have the red one. And then put this other one in my pocket. And so my first piece of television is a really bad continuity error <laughs> <laughs> with my other bow tie sticking out the top of my pocket yes yeah, so who was who did the glamour detective That yeah, was peter richardson oh, who, was that did, lot. Uh, from the comic strip yeah and well, there was phil cornwall gary beadle sarah really, stockbridge wasn't really,
0: wasn't really good was it <laughs>
2: um oh i enjoyed it myself but it was bad wasn't it
0: well uh, <laughs> I mean, she used to watch it kind of quietly gleeful because our show was about to come out and this was kind of heralded as the big new thing
2: well I remember going to uh, the, a rap party, It's very exciting, at Peter Richardson's house. Um, where it was the first night it was shown and I think the band were playing on Top of the Pops before the actual show at 9 o'clock and it was quite exciting because uh, they were on and Blur were on and it was all that period Britpop. And, uh, but I remember at this party there was quite a few famous people and Terry Jones was there. And one of the cast members said, this is going to be the new Python. <laughs> anyway, well, well, well quite possibly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it.
0: if the universe is infinite somewhere, yes yeah. yeah. yes,
2: is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. doing a musical on the West End. Gla- glamour lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. no, they're good. They're good. And uh and but you also were in Little Britain, the uh a oh. fun rip-off show. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Completely, exactly, the same, exactly they? the same.
0: They had Tom. Well, it's Lionel Nimrod they ripped off. Was it? Well, they had Lionel Nimrod had Tom Baker doing voiceovers at the beginning and the end.
2: Oh. And uh,
0: David and Matt saw that. Went ding. That is our route to super. It works so well for Lee and Harry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone remembers Lionel. If the universe is infinite, somewhere. Right. Bonneville is uh, enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the most perverted thing of all, Lionel Nimrod, an inexplicable word. I, I just remembered his name then when he looked up at me. Uh, that, yeah. uh, not the man I was talking about earlier. I mean, not from Notting Hill and Down Abbey. I, um, I never
2: realised it. I'd never heard Lionel Nimrod. I, I was aware of it. I've never heard yeah.
0: it. You really? To it. It's on. Uh, it's on. What the called? It's six, seven extra. Radio Seven. Right. It's on all the time. I get I, four extras on. I get yeah. like five p a year for that. So uh, you know, it's good to see it's still cashing in. I, I had, I
2: got a, a a residual check the other day for two pence for an episode of Castles.
0: Castles, I don't even remember that. <laughs> no, no one, re- it was don't like, remember like a, thing, it? Anyone remember
2: Castles, middle class soap? Yeah, yeah. yeah. One guy, did
0: you enjoy it? With
2: a, yeah. man,
0: <laughs> a man, a man with a bandana. He looked like the most unlikely castles fan. The <laughs> red bandana is quite cool. Yeah, he to love. Where are they bringing castles back? Yeah. Uh, did your agent? Did your agent take twenty-five percent of that? Oh, to, absolutely. To play, I had
2: to play a copper arresting the actor, the late actor Tony Doyle, for curb crawling, and it was in the heart of So uh, Goodsway, King's Cross. So it's very strange because. Lots of cars were driving past going when oh, oh, <laughs> they saw me. So two P though. Two P. It's good to know mm. they're still coming in. I think in. it was someone showing it in I don't know, Korea or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's very That's, weird.
0: Well someone just got it out of the library. Yeah. Two two P to ever in the cast yes. but That. Uh, What I like about you, Paul, is that you will, um, when you meet famous people, often people think, uh, someone said to me, Oh, I can't believe I'm working with the Curious Orange because they're working on your show. And so I haven't said anything to him. (laughs) And I said, Go and say something to him because whenever he works with anyone famous, he'll go up and ask, you'll ask the most blatant, sort of obvious question to them and get away with it.
1: (laughs) 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 Have you got any any
0: favourites of all the celebrities that you've worked with who you then have just gone up and asked them?
2: Oh, crikey. Um,
0: I can't... It's just, oh. you, you always seem to go, you know, what was it like being in Quadrophenia when you meet Phil Daniels? Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that everyone would love to ask him, but they go, oh, I can't ask Phil Daniels about that.
2: Apparently, I, I have heard, though, with Paul McCartney, it's because nobody ever asks him about the Beatles. <laughs> and Kate Robbins, his cousin, the comedian, yeah. she said it just... If you get him started about the Beatles... That is it. He will not stop. It's just Everyone just gets bored in the end. <laughs> so if you do meet Macca, bring up the Beatles, because mm-hmm. he doesn't okay. mind.
0: Yeah. He mm-hmm. probably thinks they weren't that successful because no one asks him about yeah. it. <laughs> well, she also <laughs> no told another
2: a funny story where she went to his voiceover studio and just thought, oh, I wonder if Uncle Paul would be there. She was doing a voiceover. Um, sure enough, McCartney comes in. And Caesar goes, I can't do the voice. He goes, oh, hey, Kate. You know, so like, Hi. Uh, so what are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm doing a, a corporate, uh, just a voiceover. He went, oh, if you don't mind me asking, how, how much do you get for that? And she said, oh, I think it's about two grand. He went, I'm in the wrong job. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Well, I can't remember. I waved at Ernie Wise once. I think that was the first celebrity. You waved at him? Yeah, and sh- I went, Arsenal!
0: See, <laughs> so that's what you would do. Yeah. I, we, we, when we were young, um, we went to uh, Woolworths and W.H. Smiths and Lofty mm. from uh, Eight and a Half Hot Mum was signing records. Donna Stale. Yeah, Don- mm. I was it was Lofty. Yeah. Uh, we went up and we were very sarcastic, which we did a few times when we met celebrities, which yeah. you know, I am now paying for because this happens to me. Yeah. On Twitter now, kids right. just uh, rude to me. But uh, we did. We annoyed Don Estelle to such an extent that as we were left, he just flicked the visa <laughs> in the middle of Woolworths, which I don't think was a good.
2: Well, he was doing that thing. It was really sad that at the end of his career, he'd obviously just got this job of standing on a box in <laughs> supermarkets singing for whatever product.
0: Yeah. Don't don't knock it. That's yeah. yeah. I know. I mean, this isn't that much different, is no, it? No, really? not really. <laughs> So we're not wearing pit helmets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> and uh, what? So you toured the world with uh, Little Britain? Yeah, yeah. For about, how was it? Like a couple of years that tour?
2: Not in Australia. That was only for about uh, six weeks. Right. But yeah, we, we went from 2005 till yeah about the middle of 2007 or something like that. Off and on, we'd have a few months off. But I think we did 250 gigs. Yeah.
0: I bet if you could talk, you could tell some stories about like, well, what the backstage antics. The about? Backstage
2: antics. Um, well, if I, only you could talk. If only I could. <laughs> want to get employed again? <laughs> <laughs> are they no. nice guys, Matt? And yeah, yeah, they are nice guys. I yeah. don't see much of uh, Dave these days. He's sort of busy being a dad and um, doing Britain's Got Talent and whatnot. And, Who uh,
0: do? You, what is the favourite? Double act you have ever worked with in your whole
2: career. Uh, I think that and Pace. (laughs) They were very nice. Would
0: you say that you owed your whole career to me? Would you say that? I mean, would you just say it now? Well,
2: (laughs) I do actually. I remember because I used to, I used to be part of this uh, silly supper cabaret club in the mid '90s, and Richard used to come along, and he was like, "Oh, it's that guy from Fist of Fun." And uh, which I was a fan of and so we had to say hello and Richard would spend the night there enjoying himself. And then <laughs> and then you saw me in an advert, didn't you, or something? That that made know. that got me cast in Punk's Not Dead. Yeah, yeah. And it was for Apple Tango. <laughs> don't you remember? I
0: don't I don't remember actually. Well, how, and it was, was one of those ones Apple which
2: actually. I went up for and I just think God, I hope I don't get this. (laughs) I really hope I don't get this. I got it. It, it's, um, It's basically where I'm sitting in this living room and I'm in a dressing gown and the woman comes in and goes, Right, Colin, I'm going out now. You know, the medicine's in the cabinet. I'll see you later. And I go, oh, bye. And I go, <laughs> and go down and take out a video from under the floorboards, take off my dressing gown. I'm in this little Lycra outfit, a green furry nappy and kind of silver foil on <laughs> these boots. And I go, oh, stick this tape in and have a box of tissues. <laughs> on the side of us and then I have to kind of mop my brows so it doesn't imply there's anything else going on and then uh, then she comes back and catches me oh I'm watching a, an apple can of apple tango lying on a bed <laughs> going I want you to lick my bubbles and then, then I have to sort of run around going oh my god when the woman comes back I said, like, look at me and yes and <laughs> you saw know. that at the, and then you put me in the play and, did, and yeah. that's that's <laughs> I was looking for, when I
0: originally wrote the character, I thought it was going to be like a man who just hmm. got turned on by soft originally rig- <laughs> And then they sort of checked the character changed over the course of rehearsal. Uh, yes, but yes. I thought that guy yeah, would be yeah, ideal. Yeah. Yeah, and really. also he'd be good as a, an, if we can put an orange on his Yeah, neck. apple and an fruit, orange. Basically. Oh, do
2: you remember at the time I was doing a, This Morning with Richard, not Judy, um, I also got, i was such a whore, um, I, I got a, another bumper thing for CD UK. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, it had to be a, a, a head, a tizer head in a fridge. And I was the orange. Yeah. So I was yeah. two disembodied heads I'm <laughs> at the I'm not sure that
0: was entirely a coincidence, though. Either. No, honestly,
2: they didn't. I honestly <laughs> swear. They
0: thought that guy, if we could paint him orange, he <laughs> <laughs> be but, hilarious. but do you know who, who
2: on the head on the tin is Roger Moore's son? That's a bit of trivia for you there. <laughs>
0: Of the, of the Tizer. Yeah,
2: but I remember um, after a while the show had finished and, and this CD, you get paid every time it was on. And I was with my partner and I said, money wasn't great. And I said, well, don't worry, we've always got this. And the <coughs> telly came on and just seeing this other bastard's head <laughs> going, I'm red, I'm red, I'm a cheeky little head. And I just thought, oh, No. <laughs> I can't pay the tax bill. <laughs> <clears throat> you got
0: replaced as a... Re- you weren't even the best at being... No, Well, no, no, they, br- the they brought me back, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: The other guy didn't work out for them. No. They, <laughs> they replaced you without telling you that you had been replaced? No, yeah. And yeah. then they brought you back and did yeah, you demand yeah, a massive... Yeah, it's recovery? a
2: shit business. Yeah.
0: Right, I'll ask you uh, I'll ask a couple of emergency questions. Go on then. Um, uh, if you had to choose between being a cow or a badger... <laughs> Which of those two things would you be? It can only be one. Well, they I'd both
2: get, in, they get quite a rough deal, don't they? Well,
0: they do, yeah, but that's why you partly have to decide that It's not so bad. It would have your mind in it. It would be Paul Putnam's mind still
2: right. inside
0: it. it would, you would OK, so, so you'd just be, be, be rolling udger, around the floor be...
2: going, oh, I'm like this thing. <laughs> um, no, I think I'd be a badger. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Any reason why that, that would be the case?
2: Because um, I like a good set. <laughs> I it's think. A, it's
0: a good reason. Yeah. And uh, if you had to marry one of the Muppet characters,
1: <laughs>
0: that's marry them, so all the duties that are, uh, come with marriage, What? which one of the ma- Muppets would you like is to marry? Is
2: it Janice? With?
0: Yeah, that's a, it's four in a row, four in a row for Janice.
2: It's the lips.
0: Yeah, it's nice. They're not really lips, so they're made of <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, fur or something.
2: I can't think of it, how many other, there's only Miss Piggy, isn't doesn't it? doesn't have and, to be um, a woman, it's, the, oh. it's,
0: it's, you know, it's, this is the, it's the 21st century now you like oh. to marry male Muppets as well. And oh. Animal Muppets. It's any of the Muppets. You don't have to oh, stick to the right. S- strict. None of them are right. actually female. They're just, <laughs> they're just puppets. Yeah.
2: I can't... Well, maybe um, Beaker.
0: Yeah, Beaker. I like Beaker. Uh, you, just, you any chance of you playing Davros in a future episode of Doctor Who? Because I think you'd be good. You don't need... What's N- this?
2: None whatsoever. Oh,
0: you <laughs> do a Davros impression, you could do a, do a Davros impression. Oh, right, God, oh, blimey. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: that's um, As no, a... monkey. A performing one. Um, <laughs> let me think, oh, yes. Ah, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, by the tiny pressure of my thumb, <laughs> I could destroy the entire universe! Because when we did uh, this morning, Richard, not Judy, uh, Judy, um, the Stewart did have a modulator fitted into my neck, grafted <laughs> in, <laughs> grafted and uh, still haven't had it removed.
0: It's very impressive. It was all without uh, any special effects. And uh, you've been in a couple of my two, three of my plays. Yeah. Four? No, three of my plays. You came to Fiji with me. Do you remember? Came to Fiji, yeah. And then you weren't in that play. No. <laughs> but you, I always, I always
2: knew I wasn't going to be in it. Yeah, you did. it was kind of nice little trip to Fiji. It was. fantastic. too Do you weeks. remember?
0: Do you remember how what it was like working on the plays that I hadn't written and rehearsing them? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I might do yeah. another play next year. Do you want to be in my play next year? Oh yeah, possibly. Yeah. Mm. You've changed possible. <laughs> does it annoy you when you someone's weed on a toilet seat? And do you ever check that you have weed if you have weed on a toilet seat, do you clear it up? Yeah. I'm trying to find out who it is that's doing What? That. Do, <laughs> because it's oh right. Rude. Well he's like and there's weed on all the toilet seats in Edinburgh. Who does that? Is it oh. you? <laughs> Barneville? <No. laughs> <laughs> yeah you're saying take out a restraining order on me saying that won't you that's, that's what you do I'm probably in terrible trouble for saying that I hope this never goes out <laughs> the world I'm not sure that I, that I ever got into the public uh, knowledge that one
2: what the urine on the seat no not that <laughs> uh,
0: and uh, you've been in a, pr- a proper film like a serious film oh right is it serious Paris Je T'aime? Oh, Paris Je T'aime. Paris
2: Je T'aime. Paris Je T'aime. Yeah, it was a... um, Now that came off the back of Little Britain. I was doing a... a, In the first series, uh, there was an establishing sketch where um, I had to be... It was something I came up with years ago where it was a literal mime artist where it would have climbing up a real ladder and inside (laughs) a real glass box and (laughs) pulling a real rope. And I did this thing. We did the, in the sketch. I, I not, this wasn't on Little Britain. I was doing Cabaret. I used to kind of stick a phone onto my hand, so you had like, I can't. This is a podcast. <laughs> you can't it's see. Right. I, it's mine, isn't it? And, it, and uh, so, but the, uh, Sylvain May, who I don't know if you know, is a director of The Illusionist and Belleville Rendezvous. He was watching Little Britain and um, asked my agent if I wanted to be in this five-minute short film in this kind of anthology of stories set in Paris about love. And um, and I said, well, I'm, I'm not a mime artist. He goes, no, but do, how you did it? You were oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were a bit shit. And, and I said, oh, no, right then. Uh, I mean, it was it's very nice, and uh, I got to do that and go out to Paris for a week, and yeah, be this silly mime. I think it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Or on you camera. can buy it for pound in fop
0: can you yeah oh, I like the film it's good Good. Well, I and I got and it's an it.
2: amazing cast as well so I can at least that if I go to my grave I can say I'll act to none of them are in my bit
0: because <laughs> <laughs> they actually... heard that you'd ask them all the most embarrassing yeah. possible <laughs> yeah. keep him in his own little
2: bit yeah it's a great cast William Dafoe Bob Hoskins Juliette Binoche Gerald Deputy, you know, it's just, it goes on and on. And it just says, "Paul, partner. <laughs> think I think, yeah, I'm under uh, Natalie Portman on the poster. No, not nice, literally it, under the Bonneville piped up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: um, so, um, uh, is Earl Stevens going to be making a return to the Edinburgh Fringe at any point?
2: Um, not this year. Because there's no. a, lot
0: of, you know, a lot of people uh, nowadays sort of doing uh, North American kind of characters. A uh, comedy character pretending to be other people but Paul did a fantastic one of a guy, Earl Stevens who was a, an American comedian who'd come out with that checking his uh, references, references Yeah,
2: really. so he doesn't translate any of it so he just starts hi, anybody catch the Mets game? You know? you know what about that new number 6 Al Marizzo?: yeah, I want to eat an Oreo sure, when you get to Bellevue <laughs> and it'll be all stuff like that because, you know, you'd watch something like The Simpsons and they go, oh, my God, it's Richard Simmons. And you think, no, don't know who. But now, you see, I think people are more savvy. I think they do. They're it much explosion. more, uh, you know... Did people, people think
0: it was real, though, Earl Stevenson? Yeah, like idiots. Reviewers.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I, mean, I, got a rev- I mean, I did a one-man show in 2001 and it was at a time when all the uh, kind of PowerPoint stuff was coming in and the people were having televisions on stage where they go and I wonder what this character would have to say about it so they go off and get changed for five minutes and we'd watch a sketch filmed in Islington TV. <laughs> and I just thought, and sometimes you'd hear, oh, did you hear know, Andy Parsons' equipment broke down last night? And you'd like, well, how do you do the show? And So I did this thing where I had this huge plasma screen on stage and I'd come out and go, let's have a little look at some of Earl's greatest moments. Doesn't work. So then I have to do this act and then carry on with telling my story but with none of the clips I'm able to show. <laughs> and of course, I don't do an, uh, At the beginning of the show, I do this routine and I don't do any of the translations. that so people, you know, and I get annoyed with the audience. And then I tell this typically very schmaltzy uh, story about my life. And I get this review, I think in three weeks, we're just going, saw this American comedian today. All his equipment broke down <laughs> he hadn't bothered to change any of the references, and my God, it was sentimental. <laughs> and he's and just really dated, you know. Look, you know, it was a fucking wig. <laughs> you know, you know, it's clearly, you know, just. But there you go. Oh, that is. Dame Edna Revedge is a rude woman. I <laughs> oh, see. The
0: poster had like uh, chewing gum on the eyes as well already, didn't it? Yeah, yeah.
2: I superimpose <laughs> horrible chewing gum on the eyes. And
0: right, the yeah. 2001, Russell Kane. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gets, uh, gets, uh, look, well, I'll just ask you one more question. Go on, this then. This is Go quite on a serious then. question, because I'm doing a show about death. What's the closest you've ever come to actually dying, Paul Putner? Is that you ever come close to
2: oh, physical a death? Oh, that's question. Um, no, but the end of my nose. <laughs> 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 nearly did. I was... Uh, <laughs> Crossing um, uh, the Camden Road in North London, and my—I was crossing between two vans, and my brain had sort of just sort of told me, "Oh no, this, this is a one-way," don't, you know. So I kind of looked the wrong way, and then, well, and then I just felt this wing mirror of a truck go, <laughs> knock my nose, and I sat on the curb going, "Oh." I'm just thinking if I had been a second yeah. later, you know, earlier or whatever, it would have just gone poof and be my head going <laughs> 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 down the road.
3: Understand?
2: So that I think is the closest I've been that to death. That is pretty good. Did he oh, and serving in the First World War.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. Well, <laughs> well, Paul, I think you'd better go and get ready to be a traffic warden. It's a big All stretch right. for you to be the humble You're a very nice man. I can't imagine you being an unpleasant traffic oh you?
2: shut up that's
0: uh, that's how good an actress will you please give it up for the fantastic Paul partner thank you, you very much piss off piss off out of it so um he's a curious orange in real life not as funny as he when he's got one all dressed up and not it's better when he's got an orange head on that's why he should do that all the time uh, <laughs> i've got actually got because we did a we did a i forgot we did a uh a, a, a sketch in about 2008 where we got together, and I've got he came on as a Dalek. He made the head himself because we didn't have any more, he came on as a Dalek with a Dalek body. I've still got the Dalek body in my flat, I should have brought it with me. Could have given <laughs> it back to him to take away. I, my cat's living it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a wheelie bin. Anyway, it's time for some stand up from a fantastic act. Uh, you must go and see if you get a chance doing a brilliant show. She'll tell you all about it at the end. Will you please welcome the amazing Sarah
1: Campbell? Yay! hello how are you yeah. hi uh, are we having a good festival oh oh it's, i'll say that again for the podcast are we having a good festival yeah. i am having a great festival um okay edinburgh i'm having a great festival because mainly uh i am almost 30 years old but earlier this week in scotmid scottish co-op I was ID'ed buying booze! Woo! Uh, yeah! Still got it, Downton Abbey. <laughs> still got it. The, um, the guy behind the till uh, looked at me and said, I'm gonna need to see some ID, son.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: still got it, Downton. I still bloody got it. Um, for the benefit of the podcast listeners, just imagine you're looking at a woman who is mistaken for specifically a 12-year-old boy, <laughs> upwards of three times a week. Uh, yeah, it really is that uh, frequent. Um, but my show, my show that I'm doing uh, this year, is uh, it's about me sort of not enjoying things that I'm supposed to enjoy, uh, and vice versa. So an example of this would be that I um, like, so I hate going on holiday but I love reading angry reviews on (laughs) TripAdvisor.com. Yeah, have we got any TripAdvisor fans in the house? (laughs) Woo! Yes, you look like you've got rage issues. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's two things. There's two things I love about TripAdvisor. Uh, One is the casually melodramatic titles of the reviews. You know, you get people going on there and like they've chosen as the title stuff like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, definitely stay at Blossom Manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like being stabbed in the eyes, I was stabbed! Like, <laughs> three stars. If I'm honest with myself, food and location were both excellent. It's just the, the one thing letting them down, the stabbing. <laughs> stuff like that. And the other thing I love, um, is the level of detail that some of the reviews go into. You know, I feel like you get a real insight into people's lives, Uh, and I'm gonna read you now the best TripAdvisor review I've ever seen, okay? Uh, This is a review of the Governor Hotel in Portland, Oregon, right? Now, the Governor is a well-thought-of hotel, but this is a two-star review from a user called Eugene. Yeah, I know, already alarm bells are a-ringing. The title of the review is Toilet Madness! (laughs) (laughs) And um, two people found this review helpful. (laughs) Just saying, in case it sways anyone. You know. Uh, Here we go. Uh, The toilet was inconveniently low to the ground like a tiny child's chair. (laughs) really hard to squat down onto or off of. (laughs) Why so low? Three question marks. And I'm embarrassed to say this, but the water level in the toilet was so high (laughs) that I had to sit sideways on one haunch. He's used the word haunch so that my scrotum would not get wet. (laughs) I swear to God, this is on the internet. You Google triple visor scrotum, you get straight there. I know the good keywords get you to the gold. I swear to God, two people found it helpful. Just saying, just saying. So that my scrotum would not get wet. It was in a way terrifying. Who could design a toilet so badly? And how could a hotel choose such a poorly designed piece of such vital usage? (laughs) He ends this paragraph with a flourish. Is fashion the only God to be worshipped and all good sense be damned? (laughs) I imagine him now writing this with a quill. (laughs) My masterpiece. Uh, I don't think my anatomy is all that different from the average gent of my age. In brackets, 78. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the best person to ask. You know, like, Downton, do they start to... Could that have a better... Not for him, wow. Uh, famous Downton Abbey man who can't be named His confident of his own scrotum. Um, and then he ends, he ends quite punctually, the review. Um, he says, you want to be a first-rate hotel, first check out your toilets. <laughs> Stayed May 2011, travelled as a couple. Just a moment of silence for the wife. <laughs> uh, now, the best times on TripAdvisor, the best times, is when uh, someone comes back at a bad review. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of the time, it'll be like the hotel manager. Uh, sometimes, it'll be another user. Uh, I read a review of a cafe in Paris where uh, this woman called Julie was complaining that she only got two croissants as part of the breakfast deal. Uh, the title of the very next review down just read Julie, you ignorant slut! <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, TripAdvisor slot you get straight there. I know the good keywords. Uh, but in the case of the governor, it is the customer services manager who has responded. Uh, and they say, many thanks for reviewing our hotel. We're sorry to hear about your experience at our facilities. We should point out that as a family-orientated hotel, we have a play area with dedicated child-sized toilets. (laughs) Could it be that you used one of these? (laughs) It's a ending on TripAdvisor! He didn't have a massively distended ball bag! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Anyway, my show's on at 5.05 in the Cabaret Voltaire. Thanks very much. Bye. Sir <laughs> 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 Cabo! Oh,
0: I hit myself in the face again. That's about the fifth time I've done that. I wonder what I learned Use Oh, broken the microphone. That's a
1: disaster hello hello oh there we go I hit
0: myself in the face broke the microphone it's the end of the t- it's the end of the fringe we can do everything we like now it's crazy my smoke machine broke down last night we're gonna, getting a new one shipped in especially tonight don't worry it'll be there don't worry uh, you look like the guy from You um, might be him the, from, who plays Gollum in uh, Lord of the Rings yeah you, you get that a lot you look exactly like him are you him? is he <laughs> he's his dad uh, what's, his, what's his name uh, Wikipedia nerds that guy who plays Andy Serkis Andy, Andy Serkis of course I didn't even, that was ridiculous that I needed that help uh, some days my brain works some days it doesn't as you discover from this podcast sometimes I'm as sharp as a knife mm, bad, bad, bad luck coming today <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know. It's like taking a gamble. It's like a roulette wheel, isn't it? Just you don't know where. It's going round and round. Uh, reference. Yeah, little reference to as it occurs to me there. Uh, so look, we're going to um, going to crack on with our second guest. Very excited to meet him. He's like a pop. He's a pop star from the charts, from the from the pop charts. <laughs> he's he's really, I've been watching his videos. They are absolutely amazing. Uh, we please welcome the incredible Scroobius Pip, ladies and gentlemen. Nice to see you. How Hello, are you? Doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm very, very good. I'm very good. I'm all right. My brain's not working, but apart from that, it's good. It's
3: okay. That won't pick up on the podcast. It won't. So, it's, it's only w- evident in the room, I reckon. It, that's that's fine. true. It's
0: true. It'll
3: be fine. For some reason I got really concerned then because you said Andy Circus's name, yeah. which is normal. But if anyone doesn't know who he is, listen to the podcast. It only just occurred to me that you'd Google and Andy S- Circus, like as in a circus. Oh, yeah. Because it sounds exactly the same. so... Let's Google it now. I can't, I'm worried no for people it. to just, for, yeah, not, not be able to find out who this man looks like, <laughs> basically. <laughs>
0: There'll probably be a children's uh, cartoon character yeah. that they'll get up and go, wow, he's freaking. Circus. Andy Circus. It's like a Viz it's good cartoon. Good start, wasn't it's it? A good big start. Big entrance. I come circus, in with the big topics. It's the circus um, punk.
3: Dealing with the issues.
0: <laughs> so, you're doing a show up here? It's yes. a spoken word thing rather than a singing. It is, not yeah. that you really sing as such. No, I just talk. Exactly just shout like this
3: anyway. Yeah. People often, if I meet people after gigs and that, they go, oh, your voice sounds exactly the same as on, on the record. So <laughs> just because I just talk. <laughs> um, can't sing, can't uh, just talk, so that's why it sounds the same. It'd be weird if it sounded different. Some <laughs> like people say to you, your, "Your voice sounds exactly the same as on the podcast." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. talking—that's yeah. that's what happens. No, my voice doesn't. My
0: voice is really nice, but if I listen on the podcast, I sound like a right weirdo. It's a really weird voice, but uh, in my
3: mind, it's kind of quite cool. My voice—it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> only yeah, in my mind. So I'm yeah, I'm just doing the spoken word stuff. So it's all kind of really depressing poems, basically, yeah. which is. You know, awesome if you're up for a fun weekend, um, <laughs> come along and enjoy that.
0: Well, the Edinburgh Fris- Fe- Fe- Fringe and Festival—it's all all the manner of arts. because it's mainly comedy now. What did you like? The comedy? You like going to see any theatre, sir?
3: No. No. no.
0: <laughs> don't don't get that bloke. No, to come don't. And see you're it. not
3: welcome. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want your tie for my show. <laughs>
0: and is it a sto- is it like just general poems or is it a story? Yeah, is it's, it? it's
3: it's it's so it's kind of it's. It's weird, because I'm used to just doing gigs rather than a show, if you know what I mean. Whereas, uh, because I've not done The Fringe before, there's certain... It sounds odd that there's certain poems or pieces of mind that people know, so if I didn't do them, it'd be odd, because it's my first time. So it is more of a gig, but I've kind of woven it together with stories in between and kind of some comedy in between as well to to lighten things up. Because it is like it sounded like a joke, but it is really depressing. Um <laughs> On the So ed- I put a lot of banter in there to, to to get people through it. On
0: the Ed Fringe page if I can find where it says uh it says uh the warnings were awesome. the warning. Did you put those warnings no, in yourself? No they they they, they, they
3: asked me stuff and I was like, All right, well yeah. So it's it's over eighteen, um and it warns that it has excessive swearing, including use of the c word and subjects including suicide and domestic violence it's
0: just like, but it's, like it got, it's got excessive swearing including the word and then it puts c t uh, yeah, so yeah. it's like going it has got excessive swearing including the word cunt yeah. uh, so like if you were worried yeah. about that that's in the warning of the show and so it's, just I, say excessive swearing would be enough i, I right? only
3: say it in one poem um but i you know, I reference it in the banter in between to make it worthwhile putting that warning on. Like I, have to, I feel if you've been warned of the word cunt, you want it at least twice. Um, so yeah, I slip it in there extra.
0: I, I use the word cunt in my show. No one's been warned about that in my mind. Oh, mindset. that is outrageous. I, is. I walked out of your show as soon as you swore
2: like that.
3: I did not agree to this. I, not I wanted warned. the discussion of mortality, but not the word cunt. I,
0: I say God is a cunt. That is even worse than just yeah. saying cunt. That's like a double whammy. Yeah. And you uh, you and I faced off in an awards situation once.
3: Yes, we did, because Uh, we're so charitable. We are very charitable people. We do a lot of work for charity. We don't like to talk about it. Uh, yeah. But we
0: were both nominated. I mean, to give you an idea of JustGiving.com's idea of celebrity, yeah. we were both nominated as we celebrity celebrity <laughs> <laughs> fundraiser of the year. But it
3: took quite a jump because it was won by Tom Hardy. who it I was. think is a legitimate celebrity, really. Technically, he
0: plays Bane in the Batman films. That's, that's big, isn't it? That's, that's better than us, right? isn't it? Oh. Yeah,
3: he won. I've not played Bane once. No. <laughs>
0: did you Did you go to the Did you go to
3: the uh, award ceremony? no nah, that was a bit weird. It, it, it was odd because I. Oh, like, like I, I, it, it was. I did a thing in Movember because um, everyone gets excited about mo, Movember, and I think it's bullshit. Because all you're doing is grow, like you're not shaving. <laughs> I'm gonna give you money for that. I do that every day, year in, year out, and I think it's a special thing. So I decided to climb a mountain instead, so that could be the Mo for, oh, for mountain. So I did that anyway, and but it, it was that weird thing of it, it had already stopped when the awards were out so i was like i don't want to push the awards because that's going oh, what a nice guy i am it's like i'd already raised the money and just moved on with my life um <laughs> continued to not shave um <laughs> But yeah, it would have felt weird going to the. Also, you knew. I you feel hadn't. bad now. Did, also, you, you, go? I Did win, you go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, how, also, how you it? knew you hadn't won though. Cause, yeah. Cause oh, yeah it, exactly. On
0: our award, there was like a, t- a page which showed you where the votes were, and Tom Hardy had like eighty percent. Yeah, of the yeah, crunch. that's it. It was. That's it. it was, <laughs> so it was The good thing
3: is you had to vote to find out, so just a casual viewer wouldn't know that we got trounced quite <laughs> no, that's so much. True. <laughs> but when I clicked to vote for myself. Um, <laughs> It was evident, though, that I wasn't in the running, so...
0: I did, go, I was doing, I did, they asked me to do some stand-up at the gig, so oh, that's why so I went along. Yeah, I donated my to Jesus. back to the charity. That's just, I don't like to talk about it, uh, but uh, stop pressing me about it. I mean, you're just, I know, a giving,
2: just a giving guy. It was
0: 500 quid, all right? Just leave me alone. That's the kind of guy I am. Just 500 quid, just throw it away. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'll do um, but it was quite, it was sort of quite inspiring it's quite good to all the people there I mean there's charity collecting people are amazing but yeah. also slightly nutty in a yeah, way that yeah, yeah so yeah. it's kind of quite interesting being amongst them they're very de- they're like comedians a little bit they're very sort of very dedicated but slight. there's something slightly yeah they're off on about edge as,
3: yeah. as slightly I know I love that I love that that, 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 that you have to be that kind of slightly on edge person yeah. to care enough. To help other people sus- that's kind of damning isn't it you sus- if you're not a little bit mental you're busy you've got yeah. other stuff to do <laughs> you've got your own goals and ambitions if, if you're not you're like oh i'm going to save the world
0: well so. you sort of suspect they've got some dark secret in their past yeah. that's made yeah, that's yeah, yeah. driven yeah. them to become Completely. to do i haven't got a dark secret Completely. in my past i just i'm very nice uh but you sort of wonder what's going on you know i think if, <laughs> if operation Nutri want to pop down to the next awards yeah uh, that's yeah. all yeah. i'm that's all i'm that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> what are you making mess <laughs> for just to have a nice time that's all I'm saying it's a good fun you know I did some stand up it was good fun that's all <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying I've, I've uh, people are probably aware of your work mainly the, the, your most famous work is uh, Shout Always Kill yes yes, indeed which is the which one is, people yeah it's basically
3: it's, it's, it's the first thing that me and like, I work with a guy called Dan Lassac as our, our main thing and it's the first thing we wrote together and then unexpectedly it got into the charts and stuff like that even though it's not like got a chorus it's just me ranting for four minutes about new commandments essentially so rewriting the word of god um (laughs) (laughs) As, as the first single, that kind of set my <laughs> ego pretty, pretty good pitch there of, of what I was aiming for. You've um, got a better beard than God, so that's what exactly. your, your exactly. uh,
0: you want up on it. Yours isn't gone grey yet, like yeah. God's. No, so exactly, and real. I'm real. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's that.
3: I'm in the room now. <laughs> He's here oh, too.
0: Wait. He comes to all my gigs. <laughs> he does. He loves me. Every single night he's in there. Fuck off, God. I've <laughs> seen it loads now. Just have one night. Let me have one night without you. Um, and you. One of the things we shouldn't do, according to you, is we shouldn't watch Hollyoaks, which I'm very upset about because I don't know, don't know what to do now. I can't. I, when I, yeah, I can't stand after, it. What do I do after Pointless and The Simpsons have been on? I, I'll just have to go just and do my little, gig. Have a little
3: rest. You yeah, have a yeah. little
0: sit down. Like. I do have a little rest R- during Hollyoaks. <laughs> after the first five minutes is up. Oh, I and I've orgasmed. That's the joke no, there. Yeah. <laughs> so then I have a rest after I've ejaculated, yeah. looking at Tony's face. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've never. I don't think I've ever actually sat through a whole episode. No, so you've got probably, maybe a harsh attack. Maybe I've not given it the time it quite deserves.
0: My friend Dan Tetzel's in it now. He was in As It Occurs to Me. He's, he plays a sort of CD lawyer. So I do, and he's in the opening titles now. Brilliant. which a, Again, it puts me off during the opening. Often the yeah. opening <laughs> titles is enough. And then Dan Tetzel's in there going, oh, oh, like he's got some papers going, oh, and he throws them up in the air as if his life is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> ironically it has the opposite effect it glances at you judgmentally (laughs) it does and you list quite a lot of bands that aren't bands yeah but you don't list all of the bands are are the ones that you don't list are they bands they are. Are the Beach are the Beach Boys just a band? They're listed. Are they in so, there? Yeah, Because okay. yeah. basically, the... it's,
3: it's, it's a section where I listed I say that um, I should not put musicians and recording artists on ridiculous pedestals no matter how great they are or were. And then I just say like the Beatles are just a band, yeah. and, a... and everyone. I had a lot of people get really angry with me. Like I had people. If I play Manchester, people always come up and say Oasis, oh, Aces aren't just a fucking band, <laughs> and, and and so on and so forth. But I purposely chose bands that are quite. Fanatical followings, and it's not having a go at any of them. Uh, most of them are bands I love, but it's just what about they're Sweet? Are they? are not just a band. Though, they're, they? they're, they're they're barely a band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What about the Goom- controversial there? Putting the, off the big sweet following. The, the, the Gumbe Dance, dance Band. Are they just
0: a band? I mean, they've got band in their title. Yeah, which I is mean, they totally have to be really. Yeah. Um, but they dance as well. So yeah, they It's a tough one. Could I mean, you I'm put them p- and go? They're just a band and also a, d- d- why a Dance I didn't Band. It's wide and tackles
3: <laughs> such such <laughs> tough ones in there. Kadagugu.
0: Are they just a band? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. It's just so. Why don't you say at the start? All of the bands I should are just band. yeah, just And all the, the, all the, all the
3: bands other bands, <laughs> are just banned. They're just banned. You just started to clarify. listing them, and
0: then I think that you said you made a rod for your own back I'm going to do some, some kind of public statement. I think. To, or to either do this. there's a version with all the bands in it. <laughs> <laughs> then we can go and we can check them off. And go. Yeah. Up that and s- or just say, or just have a Venn diagram and go bands. With the, bands. And how about <laughs> the bands. The bands that are just bands. And then, ev- and then they're in a set ev- of everything.
3: The, that, yeah, because it. it. wouldn't even need to be a Venn, because all, all of them are in there. Yeah. Um, but unless it was the bands I've said and all the bands. Because <laughs> yeah. there would, yeah, of course there would be a crossover, because yeah. the bands I've said are, of course, part of all of the bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And all of the bands are oh, in. All
3: band. I'm going to spend that's hours good. on this. Later. What about
0: solo artists? Are they just bands...
3: Um. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> For the point of argument, everyone in the room is just a band. Okay. And if you don't agree, then it doesn't matter. It's my song. Um, could you consider putting in
0: uh, "Thou shalt not pee on a toilet seat and then not clean it up"? You that know way? what? Can it was so weird,
3: in? weird when you were saying that early, because it's just become such a natural thing not to pee on toilet to, <laughs> to, to, to clean up that I don't even think about yeah. it. I realised before. Before each each show, I go for a pre-show poo. Um, <laughs> it's a common thing in show business, um, and it's just so natural now that I just I've I've cleaned. I, I I'm going to demand an extra wage because yeah. every day I do a bit of cleaning <laughs> at, at, at the Pleasance Dome, but um, it's still, unpaid. But again, is. charitable. Um, I think that's really putting putting it across there, but yeah, it's, it's
0: mainly for your own sake, though, isn't it? That's not that yeah. sort of, It's charity that you benefit from.
3: Mainly. Yeah, but I, but the person afterwards benefits too because I don't I don't wee you know. on the seat. Yeah. I don't <laughs> finish then stand up and go leave it as I found it. <laughs> 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 so I leave it clean. Yeah. So you know that's good. And um, warm.
0: And I really enjoyed watching. Uh, introduction, you spelled introduction wrong in the. I just yeah, you Know in that song. Yeah.
3: Uh, a, little bit of a, a little bit of a pun. <laughs> I watched that one. The word diction. But
0: you, it's obviously a one take for most of it. Yeah. Where you uh, you actually were quite, I shaved,
3: quite. I shaved my hair and cut my beard off. Yeah. And I mean, set fire to stuff. Yeah, it's amazing when you all, say all in a container. Um, which I hadn't. I'd rented a container for se- The video cost a hundred pounds. I rented a container for seventy pounds. Spent the rest on children's toys, which is weird. <laughs> but I set fire to some children's toys in a container. So make the, of that what you will. Um, <laughs> but I hadn't told the person I was renting the container from I was doing that because no. I figured if I ask him and he says no, then I can't do it. I think he would have said and no. Yeah, and can I've I got, burn a hobby I've, horse I've in got your got container? Yeah, no. <laughs> but I figured I've got to do it in one take anyway. Yeah. So if he says no after I've done, it, it's like, all right. I won't. I've already done it. It's quite complicated, the song, the yeah.
0: lyrics. Were you worried about messing it up once you were halfway through shaving your head?
3: Yeah, I was weirdly confident for some reason. <laughs> Everyone else on the shoot was like panicking. But I was like, ah, I'll be fine. Because obviously I, can't, I couldn't take extra takes. It's all lip syncing. And because I shaved my head and cut my beard and fucking burned the place down, um, you can't really do that twice um, on, on a £100 budget. But it all went all right. Did I'm you test the it. fire part of
0: it at all? Because no. you never spare hobby because the hobby horse bit looks quite dangerous. Yeah. And then right after the hobby horse bit, you put your hand on the camera and then it goes to it. so that's a different take. Yeah. It's so it like felt to me like oh no
3: we're I've killed some of the we're crew. On fire. I better just <laughs> no that was it because I had a mate sitting there with a little fire hydrant <laughs> and we finished and it's like it it was smokier than it looks in the video right. so I. Obviously it finishes and I've set everything on fire and shaved myself. I don't know why how I came up with this. And then I burst out of the container on this like old bit of unused ground and the guys renting it off walked past as (laughs) smoke was bellowing out and I was kind of coughing and screaming a bit. And he just looked over and went, "Pip, I don't even want to know." And walked on. And I was like, "Result! What a lovely man!" But the
0: hobby horse itself, as it comes towards the camera, it looks astonishing. It looks like yeah. sort of something from Equus or something. It looks crazy.
3: So, yeah, I just it like I, well, I covered it in petrol. <laughs> 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 that is this why I direct my own videos, because if there's any professional <laughs> health and safety people on board, they wouldn't have allowed that. But, yeah, we covered it in a bit of petrol, and then I set it on fire, and then wave it about a bit, and it was dripping flames. That was the bit that looked really good, but everyone behind camera was... Sh- shitting themselves because we didn't know it was going to drip flames and then <laughs> set fire to the floor <laughs> but it's I was like we've got to finish the, the job man we've got to get this
0: it's, it's pretty incredible and it's a, there's a lot there's a lot of wit in the lyrics I guess yeah I love I kind the, of... what, the one I uh, you see a mousetrap uh, I see free cheese and a fucking challenge yeah <laughs>
3: it's kind of would one you, of my catchy catchphrases you, you don't get uh, from
0: One Direction your favourite band no like One no. Direction <laughs> no like a One Direction fan no oh no okay but yeah there's loads of things like that One Direction just a band
3: Um, yeah oh sorry it's all bands all All bands we've established this they count as a band right because there's more than one of them although they don't play instruments (laughs) they they might do do in their own time
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they might be very accomplished musicians. What, what they do on their own is none of our business. <laughs> I think they probably have a string quartet that yeah, they, or oh, they just get together and they're amazing, so. accomplished classical musicians. <laughs> be and then, it, and then, oh, it's time to go to work. Let's go and sing let's, some songs. Let's do and a dance. Turn some fourteen-year-old girls on. Let's pop on my wig.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, all in the I day's will. work, though. It is. It but is. yeah, but yeah, so, so there are a lot of yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that in there, and um, it's weird b- b- because I start my show here with that as a spoken word piece, right. and I've got kind of there's a reference t- t- to Lenny Bruce in there because I, I love stand-up in general and I thought, oh, Edinburgh crowd will love this. It's the one bit that n- n- no one seems to have got or understood <laughs> or referenced because that's the one I say cunt in as well. So I, talk, I say cunt and fuck and loads of stuff like that and then point out that they're just words and it's all a reference to Lenny. I then speak about Lenny Bruce having covered that with all his stuff on the word n- nigger and every other kind of saying it's, just, it's us that demonise it and give it its power and if we just accept it, it takes away the power. No one gives a shit. Everyone's I'm just like, "You're gonna set fire to anything?" Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Um, so instead, I make jokes about raping between yeah, um, poems well, instead that happens. to lighten things up.
0: And um, one of your inferences, according <laughs> to Wikipedia, which is not always correct, yeah,
3: is purple Ronnie. Yeah, that's brilliant because I put that on my on my MySpace. Do you remember MySpace, yeah. kids? Hey, that's stand-up, right? Do you remember MySpace? <laughs> Do you remember MySpace and that? Um, yeah, and it was a joke, and obviously it's not an influence at all. <laughs> no. He writes stupid cards um, and Ribena uh, rhymes, yeah. and I put that on there as a joke. And it, yeah, tons of people come and go. I love Purple. I'm influenced by Purple Ronnie. Right, it's <laughs> so, oh, brilliant! Cool. I'm glad you saw that in my in my work. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I've had a thing in the show at one point because at one point i changed costumes for a. There's a poem where I do these characters, and I change costumes, and I joke about being. The Lady Gaga of the spoken word scene. And it's obviously a joke because she has high production. And I basically am a man putting on hats. Um, <laughs> but the first a review of the show it was a nice review but they started didn't realise that was a joke it started by going Scroobius Pip is known as the Lady Gaga of the spoken word scene <laughs> and, and then they spend a paragraph justifying it and it's clear to see why with this it, it's like brilliant I'm, I'm actually the Lady Gaga of the spoken word scene so oh another thing I wanted
0: to just ask you before because we're going to have to do the competition in a second yes. why are you upset about the traditional spelling of the word phoenix
3: um, it's because it's just silly isn't it right It's just, it doesn't scan right. It's like phoenix rather than Nick, which is... uh, And that just annoys me. If we're going to bastardise other languages, like, let's finish the job in (laughs) bastardise. Let's put them in kind of the right order so it looks like it sounds. But people don't agree with that one. I tackle a lot of the tough issues. (laughs) You get uh, through a lot of... Spelling... All sorts. (laughs) It's it's tough. It's an emotional roller coaster at my show, so, you know, don't come if you're not ready for me to talk about some real shit, basically.
0: (laughs) And When you work with Dan Lassac, yes, I mean, I presume this is the joke really of the name, but do you, I want, I would, I my instinct was calling him Don Lassac,
3: yeah. People think that, yeah. Um, it's, it's basically he, he used to go under the name of DJ S- Sackboy, and his name's Dan, and he said he did Dan Lassac as that kind of one, but yeah, we, I mean, when we started off, we had a, got a huge amount of coverage in France because they all <laughs> thought we were a French act, right. it's, like, <laughs> it's like cool, I'll go with that. <laughs> and also, I, I got interviewed by, um, uh, Loads of weird branches of like timeout stuff because everyone thought I was a, a Hasidic Jew, and I was like, I'll do the interviews. If you ask me directly, I'll admit I'm not, but because I've got a beard, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll like, yeah, cool. Let's chat about it all. Nothing, nothing to do with me.
0: Lovely. Look, we're going to have to uh, end it there because uh, uh, we're going to do a competition, which I've forgotten to tell you about, but I'll tell you, about I'll tell you what it is now, and you can join in with it. Uh, what we do is we make, um, uh, this for the audience, we make some statements on stage that are either true or false. You have to know if they're true or false. Right. Uh, and then the audience decide whoever's left in wins. All these, and wins. Prince Harry's face could be on your face. Uh, and a T-shirt and uh, talking cock stuff and lots of, and some Haribo. That's not that? so bad. One of those, look at that. Amazing, isn't it? That, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's what you can only get that if you, you want to take
3: this, this seriously. I'm telling you, yeah, you're doing, to, <laughs> you might not being close up to these prizes, you might not see how amazing they are. But they are pretty amazing. Pretty good. So, we
0: need you all to stand up, and we need to be quite quick because we've overrun oh. it, and all the excitement. Uh, and we'll make some statements that are true or false. If you think they're true, put your hands on your head. If you think they're false, put your hands on your bottom. If you get it wrong, you have to sit down. Uh, Scroobius Pip got his name from a poem by Edward Lear. Is that true or false? Is that true or false? It's true. It is true, so sit down if you said false. Have you got a statement of truth or falsehood? I can do another one it's while you. Really, you're go ahead. Um, um let me think. <laughs> Screw Pip's middle, real middle name is Peter. Is that true or false? Well that's divided them. What's the answer? It's true. It is true. Oh that lost a lot, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, only one woman was nominated for the uh, Foster's Comedy Award main award is that true or false out of seven nominees only one woman true or false it is true there was only one woman Bridget Christie who's a guest on tomorrow's podcast to come along and see it she's going to win have you got a statement about yourself still can't think of anything about myself nothing.
3: Oh, um, uh, Scroobius Pip is six foot three in height Ooh, true or false true or
0: false Gave away by saying I can't think of a fact about myself. Is that true? It's false. I'm Hooray! six foot four. Hooray! Suckers! <laughs> Good work. Uh, so who's still in? We got one there, one there, one there at the back. we got three. So we can wind it up quickly. I, this is just a numerical-based answer. If you get it bang on, you get a hundred pounds. If you get within twenty, I'm going to give you twenty pounds as well as all the other prizes. I have a Nike Fuel Band. What number is it on now? You have to give me an answer. What What is it up to? 1,400, that's an educated guess. What, what do you think, sir? A grand? 1,000. Yeah. 1, uh, and you 500? 1,200. So 1,200, 1,400, and 1,000. 1,282, 1,200 is the closest. You have won, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> you don't win any extra prizes, though. You don't get any any money. I'll give it you at the end. Uh, so give it up for our fantastic guest today. We had Scroobius Pip, yeah. Paul Butler, Sarah Campbell. We're back tomorrow with Ed Byrne and Bridget Christie, and someone doing some fantastic stand-up. Thank you for coming. Uh, see you again. Cheers. Bye.